0: The Trust Your Coach Gut Podcast. This is Coach Gut, and uh, I'm coming at you for the for the last podcast of the year. It's been a long time, um, you know, a full season in between. I think I put the last podcast out at near the end of July, beginning of August, and um, I had every intention of banging out some more podcasts during our season. But um, as occasionally happens to me, I overestimated my time and my ability. And um, when I had to make decisions, prudential decisions, which <clears throat> we'll talk a little bit more about prudence, when I had to make prudential decisions about what what should get cut, <clears throat> unfortunately, uh, the Trust Your Coach Gut podcast got squeezed. So um, I'm, I'm glad to, to be back at it, <clears throat> to um, be able to put this together for you and just share a few thoughts I thought it might be helpful, um, well, helpful for me. I hope you get some value from it, but helpful for me to sort of wrap up, uh, wrap up the year that I had in my first year doing podcasts and get ready to um, talk about what, what to expect in the coming year. So um, I started this podcast with the intention of me exploring uh, common sense leadership and how to do the right thing and um i really did not think that i would enjoy talking to the guests as much about the stuff as i did and and really enjoyed interviewing people and um i'm slowly very slowly getting better at it but uh i I really liked hearing what other people had to say and it has helped me uh, formulate formulate some of my thoughts, um, in, in how I would coach and and how I'm a dad and and a husband. So, uh, this trust your coach gut thing is, 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 is it's good for me. I hope that, uh, you all get to listen to it and, and, and find some nuggets here and there that, that can apply to your life. Um, but this, this will be the last episode for 2021, what a year, um, the COVID experience is is um, not going away. It it morphs just when you think you got it. It uh, squirts out like a watermelon pit and comes back at you. So, um, but we're fighting through it, and and we were blessed to get a full season in this year for football. So just a quick wrap up on the season. Uh, we had a winning season at Catholic University football. We went six and four. Uh, had a chance to do better than that, and we just we, we weren't there yet. But We've improved greatly. I'm very proud of what the team has done, what these guys have done. They've worked really hard to to take this program uh, back to a relevant position and to be in the conversation for conference championships and possible postseason play. You know, we got to that point this year. We didn't achieve our goals um, that we had set out, but the perseverance that they showed in trying to achieve them gives me great hope for the future, and I'm excited to to watch this team continue to grow. So that six and four was a hard fought six and four. Uh, we stubbed our toe a couple times in there. I, I, sh- I shouldn't say we, was. I mean, it was us, but I really feel like as a head coach, there was a couple games I, I should have done a better job and didn't have the guys ready to go. But there was a few games where we, I think, played above ourselves and, uh, and, and showed what Catholic university football is gonna become. So that, you know, quick wrap up on that. And a big thank you to the seniors who have, um, set the groundwork for a championship culture. These guys, uh, you know, being with us for four years have uh, flipped this thing to, to, to be about the team and the program and not about themselves. And once you know, and and I said on some of these other podcasts, if you're the biggest thing in your life, you need to get a bigger life because you're going to be constantly disappointed. Um, But when there's something bigger than you in your life, like the team, uh, your family, your, you know, God, things like that. You're going to uh, find happiness in the responsibility and the accountability that comes forward, and that's something I really think this team put their put their finger on and showed was uh, accountability. <clears throat> you know, so they were very competitive, but first and foremost, they were accountable, and I think that's where you start um, when you're when you're trying to build a championship culture. So, a big thank you to the seniors. W- one of the things um i do each year as we head into training camp and it was great to be able to do it this year in person um back in team meetings even though we were masked and followed some covet protocols and those kind of things had to be tested every week uh, we were able to have team meetings and i like to bring people from across campus to to talk to the players uh to do sort of our own mini orientation you know invite uh the, the, the head of public safety and uh, some people from Residence Life and from the Dean of Students Office and, um, you know, invite uh, our Title IX officer to come talk to the guys and, and just, you know, I've got a captive audience during training camp, so it's a great time to do those things. Um, one of the major things I do in those team meetings is try and do some leadership development and uh, character development. And this year, I went back to uh, something I've done in the past, which is developing a program around the cardinal virtues. Uh, So prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude. And I was really uh, blessed to have two professors uh, from our Bush School of Business who uh, have a consulting firm that use virtues as a way to improve your performance. And uh, Professor Peter Pinn, And um, Professor Bill Bowman, Professor Bowman, who's a dean emeritus of the Bush School, um, came and over several meetings with the team, um, you know, I think six, I think it was six meetings with the team, we worked through the four cardinal virtues and how to practice them. And uh, it was, I think, a big part of watching this team's accountability grow. And, um, you know, the cardinal virtues are not they're not in the current cultural lexicon. I don't think people are out there talking about virtues and and I wish they would because I don't know any other way that you can grow in character and integrity other than practicing the virtues. So we focused on the cardinal virtues. I think we're gonna expand the program to go into other human virtues. Um, You know, they have the theological virtues of faith, hope and love, faith, hope and charity. Um, And then you've got the cardinal virtues of prudence, justice, temperance and fortitude but we're going to move on into the human virtues like, so, you know, uh, patience, persistence, you know, all the things that, that make up uh, uh, the parts of, of people that make them successful and, and push ahead. And, and I think, um, you know, the guys get it, like the team gets it. They understand that if they can practice making virtuous decisions and doing and being virtuous, that they are going to be a better teammate. And when you're a better teammate, you're going to make a better team and um these virtues are not some they're not some sort of high highfalutin distant theological concept these are practical day in and day out things that you can do and so we we try to do and what professor bowman and and professor Pinn helped me do was to really drill down one practice that the guys could each do um to to practice these virtues and we and we sort of tackled them one at a time uh, you know, so, um, you know, for the virtue of justice, we really focused on accountability. And so we started with that, um, you know, when you're watching video to, to, you know, and justice is, is giving to those they're due, you know, to God and others they're due what's due them. And so we wanted guys to be able to own their mistakes on video and to not blame others. And that was, um, that was really an excellent, um, an excellent practice. And so, you know, guys would call each other out a little bit and then call themselves out. And, and, um, that was the way we practiced justice in a very practical football type of way. And then, you know, with, with fortitude, I think that's an easier one. Um, because people understand the, the fortitude is a little more in our regular day to day life. We understand doing things, um, you know, having the, the, the strength of will to go and do something that you're supposed to do so that that fortitude is really was evident in, um, you know, we talked about that when the alarm clock goes off, uh, these guys need to get up instead of hitting snooze, you know, and um, in temperance, we talked about, um, you know, uh, some other things have been temperance, you know, understanding and being able to control, you um, your desires for good things so that you don't get disordered and bounded desires and whether that's um, eating too much or you know other areas uh, you know we were very careful at least i was very careful to steer away from the obvious college student areas of or or areas where there's a lack of temperance Um, but i wanted our guys to have an idea of how making good temper you know using temperance in their decision making they could become a better football player understanding how much sleep they need and um being able to put their phone down that was one of the practices we had the guys do is to practice temperance is to moderate the amount of time they were on their phone prior to going to sleep i I think that's a problem for many of us that that phone is in your hand and uh whether it's you know TikTok or uh watching youtube videos or just endlessly scrolling you can wind up wasting a, a good amount of time that really should be spent um you know, either sleeping or working on other things. And so that, that was, that temperance was, was, was a good topic for us to cover. Um, And then the one I want to talk about a little bit more was prudence, because I think prudence was one that it's, it's a word that is not used. I mean, in a going to college football locker room, there's not a lot of talk about prudence, you know? And so, um, and so, so what, like, what is prudence? What's a prudential act? What is it about? And our guys really, didn't have a lot of experience with with uh, that word or that virtue, and um, Professor Penn was really able to break it down for the guys and and talked about the different the different parts of prudence and and how you know, in a way it can really um, relate to to football you know and that there's three steps to, to prudence so the first one is deliberation you have to you have to get the relevant information you need to to consider, you know, the moral principles, and or, or or get the information you need to make a good decision, and um, you know, so that deliberation is is an important part of of making a prudential act, and then the second part is the judgment. So, how do you know judging what once you have that information, judging what is the prudent thing to do? You know, so you have to deliberate about it, collect information, think about it, then you look at the judgment and based on your values. Um, you say this is the prudent action to take, and but really the 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 part that really hit home for our guys was the third part of that, which is being able to execute to 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 look at that action, know it's the right thing to do, and then execute on it. And uh, as a as football players, they that really resonated with them. It was easy for them to feel that um, that as a something that tied to their lives, you know. So. <laughs> because I myself and the other coaches are on top of these guys all the time about execution. It doesn't matter what you think you can do or what you say you can do. What really matters is what you can execute. And, um, you know, and that we make decisions of who gets on that bus to travel to away games based on execution. And so, you know, looking at prudence while it's a word that is, you know, it's not a, a word used in our, our culture very much anymore. I I hope to get my guys to think about it more, but making sure that they look at the, you know, three parts of that and, and say, I can, you know, I have the fortitude to execute this prudential decision. And, um, something else we're working on is to make sure that they, they understand the values and the integrity they need to have to, to use proper judgment and have a properly formed conscience. Uh, so they can make, you know, right judgment on what, Uh, right judgment on what the prudential action is after they've deliberated on it so but you can wind up deliberating and you know avoiding the judgment for a long time and then not executing a prudential act and that's not practicing the virtue so we asked our guys to um to 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 work on that in different ways and, and how to execute it and it was um interesting to watch you know, listen. Not not all of the roster uh, went around practicing virtues, and you know, um, it was it was like some of the guys were more bought in than others, but everyone did appreciate that we were trying to do it to get better, and they did uh, buy into that. But there were some guys that you could really see it was clicking for them, and they were learning how to how to practice um, practice these virtues and. And move forward in a way that was building the team. And uh, I'd like to think that our six wins, you know, were not to, like. I don't think each game was uh, decided by the, you know, whether our guys were virtuous or not. But I certainly believe the team was a better team because these guys are looking at the cardinal virtues. So I'm excited about uh, starting to get into the human virtues a little bit, and and breaking that down and working with them on on what it means because, um, you know, like you look what's going on around the, in in the, in the climate in our country, in the world with the the division and uh, opposition to each other and the lack of compassion. And um, you can get, you can really get disappointed and, and, and a little bit down on what the future might hold. And, and then I look at, guys in my squad and i say all right well these are some young men who are busting their butt for a common goal um and they're here getting like an elite education at catholic university and I, i look at them and i see the decisions they're making and the community service we're doing and the people we're helping and how hard they're trying to get better on the field and i'm like okay i i'm i'm filled with hope you know and we go back back to the theological virtues so i'm filled with hope and i practice that hope in the in the right way not in some sort of pollyanna um i'm just gonna hope for the best but really hope in knowing that um, that it's in god's hands and these guys are using those gifts that god's given them which really takes me into the you know the next part um is helping these guys and and other people i come in contact with understand what they're supposed to be doing and i was uh, fortunate enough today to see a video from professor andreas vidmer who's another um who had been a guest on one of my podcasts which i i encourage you to go back and take a listen to that that one is just full of his uh smart points he gives great insight that uh even a even a commoner like me like a you know a regular joe can put into my life and say that makes sense but um he gave he he recorded a video for edify and uh talked about you know, how to, how to create your own masterpiece with the gifts that God's given you. And, and, um, he said something in the video that has been a question of mine for a long time. And I want, and I, I bet many guys on the team and other young men and other young people have this question as well as God, what do you want me to do? And I would, you know, when I ask that a lot of times, yeah, I could be an adoration or somewhere else. I'll ask that and say, uh, what do you want me to do, God? What am I supposed to do here? Like I want instruction books and I would like it written out, please. And handed to me so I can't screw it up. Let me do your will. But, but, um, this video was so awesome from professor Vidmer because he basically said, you know, it's like when you give crayons to your, he gives crayons to his son and his, his son says, what do you want me to draw daddy? And he's like, I just want you to draw something for me. You be creative. And I thought about a God, the father, um, has given us gifts. Everyone has gifts, and you, you've got these gifts. And your job is to use those gifts and be creative in your life and push forward in in creating something that, when all is said and done, you're you're you've got a picture that you are happy to hand to God at the end. And uh, and I thought that was just so impactful and tremendous. I thought, okay, that's that's something I want to put together for my guys, and it's really. Uh, I want the players on my team to be able to say, what gifts do I have? How, how am I going to use them for the good of God? And um, rather than saying, what exactly am I supposed to do? Thinking more about who am I doing these things for? And uh, that's one of the reasons I love football, because you have to be team first. And if you do things for the team, you're going to wind up more often than not doing the right thing. Which you know is what we're trying to figure out in this podcast. Um, so if you're doing things for yourself and just trying to please yourself, it, it could it could be the right thing if if you've set it up in the right framework, but very possibly it could be not the right thing to do. And I think when you have um, when you are your action, your prudential action, when you've deliberated and judged on what you should do. The, the good things that we do in our lives, the things that bring us long lasting, you know, joy are things that we do for others and that go for others. So um, things we do for ourselves certainly are fun. They, they they may be more intense and and offer more immediate and direct and concrete uh, pleasure and feedback, but the things that are enduring and deep and pervasive in our lives uh, that, that give us meaning are rarely done for, for ourselves. We do those things for something bigger than ourselves, whether it whether it's for God, for your family, for the team, um, you know, like that's, those are the things that are more lasting. And so uh, as I look at us tackling the, the human virtues, uh, I want our guys to use that and understand that that is a, what we're looking at is adding more tools in their toolbox that they can practice so that they can, um, to use the gifts that God's given them to paint that beautiful picture that they can hand back to God when they're done. So yeah, that's kind of heavy stuff right there. You know, you thought you were going to get on with Coach Gut and talk a little football and he would review the season and go game by game. But instead I'm throwing the four cardinal virtues at you and talking about, um, you know, <laughs> the end time, the end of your life and what you're going to hand back to God when you're done. So, uh, but that's part of what this podcast is about. Is it's like figuring out it's it common sense wise, like how do you, how do you do that? And I think when, what, uh, professor Bowman and professor Pinn were able to do with us was, was to make these, uh, cardinal virtues seem more relevant and common sense wise, and, and the actions that we used to practice them were very down to earth and, and very, like I said, relevant to what the team was trying to do. So was glad to do that. Uh, the last, last thing I want to talk about here at the end of the year, is I want to say a big thank you to a blaze family mystery or family ministries a blaze asked me to be a part of a project um, where we worked on the um 14 rules for discernment saint ignatius 14 rules for discernment and we called it uh the playbook for the spiritual life and it was a really cool project uh in conjunction with with father tim gallagher and father gallagher he's like awesome at he can explain these things way better than I could. But, but I was involved in the project just to offer some practical sports uh, experiences and analogies that lined up with the different 14 rules. And um, I encourage anybody who's trying to figure out, their, who's, who's on the path of, of fighting through their spiritual life of like, what's how do I get that relationship with God that is the one that I'm supposed to have. How do I get there? How do I discern that? Um, these 14 rules that St. Ignatius put out are so practical. Like it is a playbook for the spiritual life. If you follow these things, you will wind up, um, heading the right way on the right path. So I, I really encourage you, please, you know, go check out Ablaze family ministries and the playbook for spiritual life. It's something that you can have access to. Um, it's a collection of videos. That that you can look at it's a video series and um, a blaze family ministry is is at uh, setusablaze.tv, and you can go to that in the different programs and you'll find the playbook for life, and it is a, a project i'm very proud of, I think. Um, the Deacon are and uh, and the others involved in this project have done a great job, you know, Kristen Fisher was uh, was the one who thought of pulling me in and i'm very thankful that she did. She, she was on the EWTN talking about it and did a great job promoting it. So I wanted to make sure that I thank them for involving me in that project. It's something I'm very proud to have done. So, um, lastly, I want to, I want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. I, um, you know, I get to this time of year and you get reflective and you think about the year as it's wrapping up and you prepare for Christ's coming to celebrate Christ's coming again. Um, and. The older I get, the more uh, amazed I get at what a gift that we were given um, in, in, in God sharing himself with us in in a way that we could understand as another human. And he came in and did that and suffered for us. And so this time of Christmas is is very special and makes me humble and thankful and you know, I want to spend all that special time with my family and do those cool Christmas things, but I didn't want to do this podcast without wishing everyone a Merry Christmas. And I'm hoping that you um, will join me in in remembering why why we get this happy time in these holidays together and, and this time together. And as we head into the new year, um, looking forward to what the Trust Your Coach Gut Podcast will do. You know, moving on from here, I'll have some great guests. I want to get started earlier this spring than I did last year and crank out um, some, some good content and, and get some good people. So if you have suggestions of who you might like to see on the show uh, here, I guess here on the podcast, uh, feel free to reach out to me at trustyourcoachgut your coach at gmail.com or um, you, or you can follow me on Twitter at coach Mike gut and send me a DM and um, and wherever you listen to this podcast please be sure to click you know to to follow or subscribe and um and, and i want to thank you know everybody that has listened to this has been I, i'm doing it for me and i hope you guys get something from it but more than anything else like it has been uh so fun to do and and i've been touched by the number of people who've reached out and said coach keep going man this, this is this is a good deal you know um, i don't have the answers I'm not even sure what are the right questions, but I know I'm not going to stop looking and I want to get to the truth. And I want to I want to um, I want to do the right thing and I want to have some common sense leadership because I, I don't I'm not smart enough to have any other kind. So common sense leadership and learning to do the right thing. That's what we're doing here. And I'm going to keep I'm looking forward to doing it in 2022. And I hope you join me for it. So uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And remember, trust your coach gut.